Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Everybody, welcome to Sports 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 Podcast. I'm Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Palmville. And joining us as always is the Sports Outsider, Phil Ranta. We're going so fast. <laughs> I, I was uh, Joel, ease off the gas okay. a little. Yeah. yeah. Right. Don't You're pump the brakes. Speeding ticket. Just yeah. ease off the gas. I did. I'm, I tried going up this time for Sports Outsider. I usually get like a raspy whisper. I liked it. Now I I'm like shouting that. it from the hills, Phil. The Sports Outsider. You're always shouting every word you I say. Know. That's a pretty fair point. Even when you whisper, it's still kind of a shout. When people ask me, they're like, one word, how would you describe yourself? I think for a while, and then I'm like, well, if I'm being honest, it's loud. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what? That is a great quality to have. I myself am sometimes loud. Yeah, yeah. And, and I too... And yeah. also sometimes loud. And what's great about being loud is people can always hear you. Right? Uh, Even also... when they don't need to. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> ah, nailed you guys it. Ever, you guys ever get really self-conscious sometimes where someone like turns and they go, shh, and you realize like, oh my God, I was being ridiculously like a loud asshole there. No, Only that's when I get a with Mike's parents and the bus driver and Mrs. Henning. <laughs> Mrs. Lurts too. But you know what? She had it coming. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's fair. Hey, can we start the episode with an apology? Uh, sure. sure. Last week, the podcast was all messed up. What? Yeah, oh, the podcast yeah. was all messed up. I have beaten our editor. Oh, and Steve. Now it's all our corrected. editor is Steven yep. Sears. Yep. Though was, admit he could he could edit what I just said out. He could, but he's not gonna. <laughs> yeah. Nope. But yeah, the the music came in a little weird. We got some feedback from you, the sports, sports, sports podcast fan community. And... Uh, it's all corrected now, so you can go back, re-download that, and you'll get a, yourself a nice, clean copy to give to the kids. That was a good episode, folks. If you, didn't get, the, if you didn't get it pure, I'd go back and I'd download yeah. it. Oh, we, yeah. This is not the, this is not the Spectre version. <laughs> no. This is no. how we intended it to be released and produced. Absolutely. Right, exactly. We mixed it. We mucked episode, it. We episode 107, director's cut. Right. Was it 107? 104. What, damn it. Ha-ha. LeBron James update watch update. LeBron James update watch update brought to you by Sponsor Pending. <laughs> Make sure to have the great taste of Sponsor Pending. <laughs> we didn't get a sponsor for that at no, all? No, Steve's going to fill that in after the show. Oh, okay. With whatever sponsor mm, we get. With his track record. I don't, I don't know. know. I think yeah. he's going to cut out the Sponsor Pending and fill it in with something what if, that we get sponsored what if for. it winds up being like Valvoline? Oh, I guess that'd the, be bad. You shouldn't enjoy the taste of that. Valvoline, who put too much oil in my car on Tuesday. I'm calling him out. I'm upset about it. Well, anyway, Tim <laughs> Tebow, okay, we're going to need to ease off him a bit. He's actually not in the news as much as he used to. So I think what we're going to do with this segment is basically hit up some of ESPN's other celebrities. Oh, oh yeah. Pe- yeah, okay. Yeah, so LeBron James. LeBron James, never- Johnny Manziel, All I imagine. Right. And you know what? If Brett Favre ever does make that comeback... Or if there's murmurs of it, we'll cover it in this segment. Or if nice. Brett Favre does something completely asinine again that gets him uh, gets him in the news. LeBron James leads NBA in endorsement money. Wow. Wow. Shocking. Subheadline. He also leads the NBA in players who have slept with his mom. Oh, gross. <laughs> Delonte West, who has repeatedly denied the rumor, probably because Gloria James ended their flings when the public found out. Do. <laughs> 
and Delonte West he's denying as the only way to rekindle the relationship. Ooh, so got to make why. it naughty yeah. again. Uh, so Forbes Magaline, magazine, wow, I am all over the place. Magaline. A Magaline. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's Magaline. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had a list of the NBA's top paid players. LeBron James is second overall uh, to Kobe Bryant, but he is number one in endorsements. $42 million damn dollars. Oh, LeBron James, wow. the guy from the commercials. Correct, correct. <laughs> okay. Some of his sponsors, Coca-Cola, Nike, Upper Deck. They're still around. Yeah, wait, what? Like the card? The card manufacturer. Or the area of a of a stadium. Uh no, the card manufacturer. Okay. Actually they do mostly memorabilia now. They I do was, authenticated you said, autographs. You said the first two, and I was about to say the big three, almost regardless of what the third endorsement you were gonna say was, Jordan, and then you you did find one that I was like, I can't I can't describe. Well, we also got three. Samsung, that could be a big three. Oh, okay. Well, Beats close. by Dre. Oh, that's a big one right there. And Audimars Piguet watches. I Well uh, watches are they're Swiss, and they cost a lot of money, and Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. Uh, the official donut of the NBA. Uh, Forbes. The Swiss watch, though, that's big, because that's, I mean, that's why I think Tiger Woods makes ridiculous yeah. endorsement money, despite being a golfer in, in something that gets way, way less ratings, just because, like, golf attracts rich people, and he, like, he gets endorsement deals from, like, fancy watches and cars and crap like that, and it winds up making him a lot of money. If it's a Swiss watch, does that mean there's a bunch of holes in it? If it's a Swiss watch, no, actually the Swiss, a bunch of holes the, the in it, or does it actually have a bunch of, of things making. that spring out from it? A bunch of other uh, compartments, that right? Could be, yeah, yeah. That, that would be a Swiss Army watch. I'm sorry, yeah, that yeah. still works. Uh, so, so Forbes then did one of these cute little lists of saying how much of his sponsors' products he could buy with 42 million dollars. Okay, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. These are expensive products. Some of the best in their category, right? And and LeBron James didn't get rich by spending his money. No. Right. That's not how you get rich. So he could buy 210,000 Nike LeBron 11 shoes. Wait, that's all? For $42 million, you only get 210,000 pairs of shoes? They're, yeah. That's uh, the, that's like $200 a piece. That is $200 a shoe. Very good math. Holy Whoa. crap! Or he gets 600,000 pairs of Reebok Shaq Gnosis shoes. Uh, at seventy dollars a piece, I got shacktized once. It was an embarrassing party. <laughs> you can get eight hundred and sixteen Audemars Piguet Royal Oak Offshore Chronographs. Whoa, 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 whoa! Eight hundred forty-two million dollars buys you eight hundred and sixteen. So those are fifty-one thousand five hundred dollars a piece. Or what kind of an idiot spends fifty-one thousand dollars on a watch? Happy birthday, Joel! What? <laughs> or he could get 1.2 million Timex unisex weekender watches. There you go. $35 nylon strap, one-year warranty. I don't think I've ever spent $35 on a watch. He'd get 110 526 sets of Beach Beats by Dre studio headphones. Those are $380 a piece. Not worth it. For headphones? For headphones. Or, or 323 thousand sets of soul by ludicrous hd headphones <laughs> the beats by dre knockoff those are 130 dollars oh that's much more i like ludicrous better than i like dre me too yeah so who'd pay more than 20 bucks for a pair of headphones? he could get one large coffee and four donuts from dunkin donuts for each of the 5.8 million in the miami metro area or get the combo one medium coffee and two donuts for the entire state of ohio but don't do that because nobody. Well, I Ohio. feel like this would be a good gesture, and he maybe could you know win some friends back. Oh, right, you know? he's from Ohio. Right, he get twenty six point five million two liters of Coca Cola, or 
47 million two liters of RC cola. Oh, Much better. there the, it the, is. The, the aristocracy of colas. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, lastly, he'd get 94, he could cover 94% of the 2013-2014 Philadelphia 76ers payroll. Wow, really? With n- n- not a, or 100% of the University of Miami Hurricanes football team payroll. Oh, okay. There you go. 42 million? Yeah, that would cover the entire team's payroll. <laughs> Makes sense. Lebr- uh, hey, before we finish, things cost more than they used to. Thanks, old Grampy <laughs> Joel. Just want just to point that out again. <laughs> LeBron James, update, watch, update. LeBron James, update, watch, update. Brought to you by... Sponsor pending. Fill your car with... <laughs> Sponsor pending. What things cost more nowadays. What? Come on, Joel. No, <laughs> right before that. we have to do our sponsor drop. Save it for planet money, Joel. The timing of that wound up joking. being a little awkward. I'm ready to admit that. <laughs> what do we got on the show today? Uh, let's see. Well, we do have uh, Richard Sherman on for an interview. Oh, my goodness. Controversial Seattle Seahawks cor- cornerback Richard Sherman. Right. Fresh off his massive controversy. Right. He cut a wrestling po- promo. Cut a wrestling really? promo. At the end of the game. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Did you see this? Where he was just like, I want you, Undertaker. P- yes. Pretty nice. much. I think you could attack that on and nobody would have batted an eye. Nice. Somebody back at Fox would have been like, wait, Undertaker. Can't <laughs> wait to meet that guy. Yep. Uh, you won't. You'll be getting burritos. Dang. Yeah. Um, so we have that and uh, we yeah. have an, a weird sportsman. Uh, you're gosh darn right we do. And now let's do news, news, news. <laughs> news, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, news, news. MLB players wanted A-Rod out of their union. That That's not news. That's been the case for a long time, hasn't it? Oh, happy MLB Day this <laughs> <Yeah>. week, too. <laughs> to everyone who got Monday off for MLB yep. Day. Yep. Uh, MLB Junior. Yeah, MLB Junior, yes. Um, <laughs> uh, subheadline, nobody likes Alex Rodriguez. Nobody likes Alan Rodriguez. Like nobody Alex around Rodriguez. the office ever liked him. Nobody no, in baseball like him. likes him. We made a snowman together. Bud, <laughs> Bud Selig doesn't like Alex Rodriguez no, and he, he likes everybody. Every time he's been in the show, he's talked up everyone but they. We didn't have a corn cob pipe, so we used a vaporizer for the snowman. <laughs> you know, things cost more nowadays than they yep. used to. Yeah, <laughs> a vaporizer for instance very expensive. Yeah. A uh, corn cob pipe about 99 cents. That's true. This story comes from Yahoo. <laughs> Former Texas Rangers superstar and sports 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 podcast intern Alex Rodriguez has not ingratiated himself with his colleagues of late. During a recent reefer, oh my gosh, during a recent conference call, the MLBPA, uh, which had over 40 players and board members on it, uh, the players frequently and repeatedly on the call requested A-Rod be expelled. (laughs) Following a roll call of players present on the line, according to one participant and another familiar with the call, the first player to speak asked bluntly, can we kick him out of the union? (laughs) <laughs> Good. Advised by union leadership that was not possible, more players nonetheless expressed the same opinion. Not a single member defended Rodriguez, one player said. Uh, Jerry Krasnick of ESPN.com said that everyone knows that Bud Selig doesn't like A-Rod, but, and I'm paraphrasing here, maybe you didn't know, is that nobody likes Alex Rodriguez. <laughs> How could such a beloved figure in the game of baseball have his colleagues so swiftly turn against him? Probably by him being a dick. Trick question. It wasn't swift at all. <laughs> yeah, it took a while. Yeah, uh, rec- but it was recently, actually, because A-Rod is suing 
his own union, the MLBPA, union attorneys, along with his own lawyers, represented Rodriguez in his recent appeal of a 211-game suspension. Uh, though an independent arbiter, arbitrator, arbitrator. There it is. He's a traitor. I agree. <laughs> Cut this suspension to 162 games. The decision was a clear loss for Rodriguez. Two days later, he filed a suit in federal court against the union, uh, claiming breach of duty, claiming it had abdicated its responsibility to him, and it also accused former MLBPA chief Michael Weiner of failing to properly represent Rodriguez. Weiner died after a lengthy battle with brain cancer Ooh. in November. Wow. Yeah, so players were a little upset that yeah, A-Rod maybe. sued their collective bargaining body mm-hmm. and then took a pot shot at a guy who had been uh, running the MLBTA for a long time and very well who had just died of brain cancer. So can they kick him out of the union? No, they can't. That's uh. the problem. And even Tony Clark, by the way, former Tiger and yeah. former Diamondback Tony Clark, is uh, the head of the union now. And he basically said, you know, it's unfortunate he's chosen to do this. Uh, his claim is completely without merit. Also, well, you got to go and say that about Michael Weiner. <laughs> right? Dude just died of brain cancer. Yeah. yeah. It's MLB Day. And he did such a good job creating Mad Men. MLB Day weekend. Hey, uh, no, that was Matthew. Matthew. Oh, Matthew Weiner. Matthew Weiner okay. created I have Mad to Men. point out, I find it incredibly amusing that as a bevy of legal challenges across this country, as unions challenge the attempt to end closed shop uh, rules mm-hmm. everywhere, because they want everybody to be in their union. Yeah. The timing of this story is subsequently really funny to me. This union yeah. being like, you know what? We can actually shed off a few pounds yeah. here. The one union that's like, we want fewer members. Specifically, one fewer member. Things don't cost what they used to. No, they don't. NFL PATs could be abolished. What? What? Nifles I'm actually, Pats? I'm actually totally behind this. What? Nifles Pats? No, a National Football League. In the full pat. <laughs> NF, uh, he's, just, he's saying, he's saying the acronyms like they're things words. Things gonna cost a little more than they used to. <laughs> <laughs> Iron-fisted tyrant and NFL commissioner Roger Goodell recently told the NFL Network that the league's competitive, uh, sorry, competition committee could consider ending the point after touchdown. This con- comes on the heels. I'm going to try that again. This comes on the heels of a Boston University Medical Center report where neurologists found an indisputable link between PATs and fan boredom. <laughs> this is one neurology report Commissioner Gattel is accepting without reservation. No, they can't because the point after touchdown is the equivalent of the buzzer beater in football. No, That's no, it is not. That is, that is a, no. You have one like shot, one second. chance to blow. Opportunity your mom's comes spaghetti on your sweater yo. already. The extra point is almost automatic. Goodell told the NFL Network, I believe we had five missed extra points this year out of some 1,200-odd attempts. This is a very small fraction of the play, and you want to add excitement with every play. Goodell then defined excitement as injuries or scoring in that order. It's pretty cut and dry. (laughs) True. Uh, Goodell uh, said one suggested proposal involved a touchdown being worth seven points instead of six with the potential for an extra play from scrimmage that would yield in an eighth point. However, if you fail, you could go back to six points. Yeah. Kind of interesting. Of course, if Pretty we end much the, the way it is now, except without the totally superfluous kicking of the extra right. point. Well, this also, this if, if we end the extra point kick, it'll join the now uh, defunct aspects of NFL gameplay. There's a few here. The offensive do-over, which was abolished in 1938 over concerns that some teams were calling for a do-over, not to settle a controversial play, but instead using it as an opportunity to make up for their own mistake. Right. Yeah. Hence the the changing of the rule. I yeah. remember the big Michigan-Michigan State game of 1936. Right. With the mm. do-over there. 
still a controversy. Is it too late to do a podcast do-over? Can we do that? <laughs> yes, it is too late. Things the don't do- cost what they used to. <laughs> the defensive do-over abolished the next year in 1939 over concerns that some teams were calling for a do-over, not to settle a controversial play, but instead using it as an opportunity to hit the players on the other team really hard again. Yeah. Uh, bubble wrap helmets were used and discontinued during the 1958 season. However, kickers were allowed to wear them until 1962. They never get hit anyway. The four-point safety lasted from 1927 to 1929. If a player tackled in his own end zone failed to get on his feet prior to the referee completing a 10-count, an additional two <laughs> points were added to the safety. Yeah. And lastly, the yellow fever forfeit, which during the 1921 season allowed a team with a yellow fever locker room outbreak to forfeit and not have the game count as a loss, while still remaining a victory for the other team. Okay, I think they should actually bring back the yellow fever rule. I mean, it's a pretty fair rule. Just because it hasn't like been necessary in a long time does not mean that it's not a good rule. Any year now, there's going to be another yellow fever outbreak, and Roger Goodell is going to look like an idiot and wish that he had paid more attention to all of the letters that I've been sending him. Kobe Bryant slams NBA's finesse style. Slam! Let the boys be boys! Subheadline, Kobe Bryant is now officially the oldest player in the NBA. <laughs> I think you could argue that he's, he's saying that the NBA is not letting the boys be boys. Oh, okay. Uh, it's more of a finesse game, Bryant said. It's more small ball, which personally, I don't really much care for. I kind of like smash mouth, old school basketball. I also think it's much, much less physical. Some of the flagrant fouls that I see called nowadays, it makes me nauseous. You can't touch a guy without being a flagrant flow. God, <laughs> flagrant foul, Jordan. Things don't cost what they used to. Look at the sports outsider over here. Bryant went on to say, you know, we used to have the Vancouver Grizzlies. Who the hell are the New Orleans Pelicans? Uh, Bryant has been out since he suffered a fracture on his lateral tibial plateau in his left knee in december during his time off he's so this been w- isn't still the achilles tendon no no he he started the season and then he re-injured on oh, december shit. 17th I didn't know that in a game against the now memphis grizzlies <laughs> during his time off he's been watching a lot of television though he complained that there's too much violence on the tube these days mm-hmm. everyone's shooting at everyone and all these sex jokes in prime time this is not Kobe Bryant's America. You know, he's right on no. about that. Also, things cost a lot more now. Did Kobe notice that? Wait, you mean more than they used to? More than they used to, oh, Phil. Oh, jeez, that's a big news. Kobe, now 35, also opened up about traveling. Like, will they ever even call a walk anymore? He reportedly looks forward to being 40 and having strong opinions on immigration, <laughs> generic prescription prices, and how these new singers aren't even in the same ballpark as Tony Braxton. Ooh. It's true. Here's the thing. I, I can see why he'd open up about immigration. He is, after all, an Italian. He is. He yeah. is. Of course, Bryant has scored close to 5,000 points on free throws since the 0405 season, but he doesn't think the rule change has benefited his career in any tangible way. <laughs> Probably not, Bryant said. Us upper echelon players are going to do what they do no matter what the rules are. It's not going to make any difference. Unless you're Shaq and you can't hit a free throw to save your life. <laughs> what a dick. That's Kobe why Ryan, he died. Surprising no one. Okay, so th- this is a pretty big, big get for us. Once again, we have got a person on the show to, to, for an exclusive interview right at a moment when they are the... The epicenter of a Richard huge Sherman. controversy. Got to say it in the first 10 Sorry. seconds. I'm the greatest podcaster in the game. Don't you come at me with that sorry-ass introduction. <laughs> Oh, hey, Richard. Sorry. 
Richard, uh, I, I, I didn't mean to get in your face. Don't like you that. ever talk about me. No, we. It's hard not to talk about you. Don't in the you intro, ever Richard. talk about me. Okay, all right, understood. We're we're thrilled to have you on this show, especially you're heading to the Super Bowl. You are the NFC champions on the Seattle Seahawks. I'm the greatest Seahawk in the game. Yeah, uh, you yeah, are. That's probably true. That I think is... no one's gonna argue that. Don't I... come at me with that sorry ass talk about nobody arguing that. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm trying not to talk about you, but yet it's really hard. Don't you ever interview. talk about okay, me, Joel. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't you ever talk about me, Joel Anderson. You are the subject of this interview, though. Jordan, so, you yeah. can talk about me. Joel, don't you ever talk about me. Thanks, Richard. Okay. I really appreciate it. Uh, basically, I think, first of all, we got to ask you about Michael Crabtree. Yeah. You know, it, it was, this was the incident that set everything in motion. And this is not your first incident. After last year's playoff game, you got punched in the face by Redskin uh, Trent Williams. Hey, yeah, Trent, Trent Williams? Stanley. Yeah. Why can't you get along with other players? Trent Williams is a sorry-ass loser. Ooh, I'm the yeah. greatest Trent Williams in the game. <laughs> no, you're not. It, Don't you come okay. at me with that sorry-ass Trent Williams? How, how could you be a better Trent Williams than Trent Don't Williams? you talk I'm about sorry, me, Joel I'm sorry, Richard Sherman. How? Don't you talk about me. Jordan, talk about me. Well, Richard, you are one of the best corners in the game. Maybe the best corner in the game. And the best Trent Williams in the game. But <laughs> and the best podcaster in the game. Well, uh, we haven't heard your podcast. Best but. podcast introer in the game. Better this is me. probably true, it's, yeah. Joel, don't you ever much. talk okay. about me. I, I was talking about me in that case. Okay, uh, well, how about this? Uh, you, you know, a lot of people were first introduced to you uh, when you had uh, an on-air confront confrontation on ESPN's first take with Skip Bayless, uh, reporter and acknowledged douchebag. I'm uh, the greatest journalist in the game. Okay, you're Don't not come after me with that weak-ass soft journalism. <laughs> Soft journalism. We're yeah. not doing soft journalism. No. We're asking you the tough questions. Absolutely. Richard. No one's defending Skip Bayless, but I no, don't think he's an asshat. Joe, yeah. don't you ever talk about Skip Bayless? Why can't I talk about Skip Bayless? He's the second best journalist in the game. You okay, cannot believe. I'm the best journalist in the that. game. Skip Bayless, second best journalist in the game. Okay, well, you both came off looking like asshats. Don't you ever like... talk about me and Trent Skip Bayless? Okay, well, this, this is going to be really hard. Uh, but look, I I understand that, but uh, yeah, I. Skip Bayless, a terrible reporter. We could agree, but but you Skip being Skip Bayless best... is a terrible reporter against the greatest reporter in the game. What makes you say that the Which greatest is you. reporter in the game? Which is you. As per usual, Jordan's correct. <laughs> Thanks, Richard. So we've been digging even deeper yeah. into uh, your, your, your current situation, your past, and apparently there's a serious issue between you and one Mrs. Edith Johansson, the head of the Homeowners Association – about you live in Seattle. This is this is your subdivision in Seattle. Uh, HOA issue. Apparently, Miss Johansson has a problem uh, about what uh, colors of tulips are acceptable in the neighborhood. You've been having issues with her. About... I'm the greatest gardener in the game. Well, don't come at me with a sorry ass gardener like Mrs. Johansson. Okay, I mean that's that could be true. I've I don't know many gardeners, so I don't really have a point of. You comparison. know one. Me, I, I know the you. greatest gardener yes. in the game. But I'm trying not to talk about What is you. the issue about the Tulips colors? are red or yellow, no other colors. You're going to come at me with that sorry-ass purple tulips? Lower my property value? I don't think purple tulips would lower your property. Purple tulips yeah. are the best tulips in the game. Why wouldn't you, just... you want them, then? <laughs> because I don't like competition. Okay. Because I'm the best tulip in the game. Okay, what about one uh, Freddie Jenkins? He's the 16-year-old who works at the local Orange Julius stand. Uh, he tells me that you've been vocally and extremely critical of his work. Joel, first of all, don't talk about me, Joel. <laughs> so sorry about that. Richard, you've been very I'm the greatest critical. maker of citrus-flavored shakes in the game. Okay. Gonna come at me with that sorry-ass Orange Julius? 
The one that Freddie makes. Okay. Or like those orange Flintstones push-ups. Oh, those are delicious. No, those are third. <laughs> Freddie's a second. I'm the best maker of citrus-flavored, orange-flavored, frozen drinks slash snacks in the game. Now, F- Freddie also tells it's us. It's all about the smooth consistency. Uh, okay. You make it all junky, and I'm going to shut my mouth right quick. Don't you ever talk about the proper way to make citrus-flavored milkshakes. Well, no, but Freddie says you're you- the one who raised that topic of conversation, Richard. Freddie says you also got personal, and you make fun of his acne. You uh, tease him about that. That's what happens when you talk about me. Yeah, I have the most acne in the game. That's that's not true. I've seen you. you I've have never no used acne. proactive. You have okay. great, great skin. Yeah. Totally blemish free. Also, uh, you know, Freddie said that the only reason he was talking quote unquote about you is because you forgot your change and he was running after you to give it to you. I'm the greatest coin star user in the game. <laughs> Don't you ever talk about the way that I can't drop coins into a machine that then adds up my coins, turns into dollars when I hand in my receipt because I am able to do that. Tell you what I do. But I roll my own. I get rolls from the bank. I put in them myself. Coinstar doesn't take any percentage of it then. Yeah, it seems like seems like Jordan's actually better at change than you. Jordan, yes, you're Richard. the best coin roller in the game. <laughs> How are you that quick to... Joel, don't you ever talk about me, Joel. Don't you ever talk about me. Okay. Uh, well, back to you, Jordan. I, hey, Richard. Uh, thank you very much for joining us today. I'm the best podcaster in the game. Don't you ever talk about me, Joel. It's hard to confirm. You can uh, see Jan. She'll validate your parking. I'm the best validator in the game, Jan. Don't try to take me out. Welcome back, folks, to the NFC Conference Final. As many of you are already aware, we cut away earlier after linebacker Jake Samuelson suffered a hideous leg injury that has left most of us quite shaken. In my 24 years of broadcasting, I have never seen anything quite like this. Willis McGahee, Joe Theismann, child's play compared to what just transpired on the field. It was pretty bad. I passed out. Boom. Yes, that is correct. Really awful. Of course, it was also a key moment in the game involving a controversial fumble. With just one point separating these two teams and a trip to the Super Bowl on the line, getting the play right is key. So, while we here at Fox have been informed by the FCC that showing a replay of the injury would be obscene and inhumane, head umpire Ted Hackley is currently under the hood watching it over and over and over again. Oh man, that can't be fun. Well, I passed out. I already had a nightmare about what I saw. That's going to haunt my dreams for as long as I'm still alive. That's for sure. Boom! And Ted Hackley is stepping out. It looks like we're going to get a call on... Nope. Oh, nope, nope, he is just vomiting again. That makes six times. Just drive heaves at this point. Really, boom! And he's back under the hood. Really, don't envy that guy. Now, you may at this point be thinking that we tastefully went to commercial while they carted Samuelson and the remains of his leg off the field out of a sense of decency. You would be wrong. On top of the FCC telling us we were not allowed to show a replay of the injury, as it is, again, just the single most horrifying thing I've ever seen in my entire life, the reason we went to commercial is because our entire technical team in the trailer was unable to function for several minutes after watching that happen. Hands shaking, dry throat, unable to speak. And again, this is a veteran crew. That's right, Tommy Newton is the best in the biz. He tells me what to say, when to use the magic television pen. Boom! Okay, that's that's Tommy right there. Uh, we're going to go to sideline re- side reporter John Campbell, 
uh, for his take on how the teams are handling this injury and the delay. John? John, John, are you there? (laughs) John, do you have anything to report, John? (laughs) Legs aren't supposed to bend like that. Legs Legs aren't supposed to bend like that. God made our legs, and he never wanted them to bend like that. Okay, John Campbell is clearly having a psychotic break because of what he just witnessed. What kind of God would let that happen? Okay, thank you, John. We would like to once again welcome John back to the broadcasting team. He's been away for some time while he served his three tours of duty in Afghanistan treating bomb victims. Okay, looks like Hackley has come to a... Nope, nope. More vomiting. Okay. Wow, I didn't think he had anything left down there. Hey, looks like he ate some corn before the game. Boom! Okay. What is this? I believe this is what the college kids call a puke and rally because Hackley appears ready to render his verdict. Let's listen in. You people are sick? Sick. I don't know if he fumbled or not. Who cares? What does it matter in the grand scheme of things? I need to go see my wife. And Hackley is leaving the field. And weeping, but also leaving the field. We're going to go to a commercial as Tommy in the booth has informed me that he and the rest of our technical team also want to go home and spend more time with their families. You're watching Fox. For you, the listeners of Sports 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 Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. I personally recommend a wonderful book called The Hunger Games by Suzanne Collins. Joel saw the movie. He said that it was okay. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork for your free audiobook. And now it's time for another Weird Sportsman. All right, what do we got? This week's Weird Sportsman, Chad Johnson. Oh, hey, this is timely. I believe you mean Chad Ocho Cinco. <laughs> well, oh, let's see. Wait for it. But I think in the Richard Sherman aftermath, maybe good to think back on other pompous asses. Well, let's see. He if was hilarious, though. Yeah, no, he was, he was well, still pompous, but, but hilariously. Chad so. Javon Johnson, born January 9th, 1978. Formerly known as Chad Ochocinco, is an American football wide receiver. He played college football for both Santa Monica College and Oregon State University. Chad Johnson played for Santa Monica College. Did not know really he was good at the Ivy F- League school, SMC? Santa Monica College. <laughs> not in the Ivy League conference. They used to row against Harvard. Never rowed against. I don't think there's any Ivy anywhere in the Santa Monica College. They used to fence against Oxford. That's probably true. Also not true. He was drafted by the Cincinnati Bengals in the second round of the 2001 NFL Draft and played for the Bengals for ten seasons. 2011, Johnson was traded to the New England Patriots in uh, his lone season with the Patriots. He played in Super Bowl XLVI. I'll assume that means 100. (laughs) During the 2012 preseason, Johnson played for the Miami Dolphins. Bienvenido a Miami. But was released following a domestic violence arrest. Oh, that's right. That was on, like, what's the 24-7 that they do for football with the training camp? Hard knocks? Yeah, hard knocks. Yeah. What, him beating his wife? Him getting released because of the domestic oh, okay. violence. Okay. In April 2011, CNBC listed Ocho Cinco as number one in his most uh, influential athletes in social media. 
Really? Yep. Johnson is also six-time NFL Pro Bowler and was named to three All-Pro teams. He's got the cred as a great athlete and also got the cred as a weird sportsman. Well, how oh. so, Phil? Yeah, why don't we well, dig into it? Well, let's dig in. Early life and college career. He had an early life college career. Cincinnati Bengals. We talked about that. 2006, 2007, 2007, 2009, 2011, New England Patriots, Miami Dolphins, and NFL. Okay, projects outside football. <laughs> that Perfect. doesn't sound weird. Lots of NFL players what have a comprehensive, outside yeah. football. I, yeah, what a I've, comprehensive I've review of his football career. Yeah, I played for the Bengals, played for the Patriots, <laughs> played for another team. Now uh, Hit all of it. All yep. of it was in there. Absolutely. Projects outside football. Number one, smartphone apps. An iPhone game called... Apps M- plural? Yep. An iPhone game called Mad Chad was de- <laughs> designed... <laughs> By both Ocho Cinco and Rock Live, and released on November 18th, 2010. It was featured on iTunes and was uh, a top downloaded app in 2010. Really? Yep. Wait, the or a? A. Okay. Probably top 10. Yeah. That's what iTunes surfaces. Dancing with the Stars on March 1st. March 1, 10 first. (laughs) On March 1st, 2010, it was announced that Ocho Cinco would be a contestant on Dancing with the Stars in the 10th season. He was paired with two-time champion Cheryl Burke. The season premiere was on Monday, March 22nd, 2010. He was eliminated from the show as one of the final four competitors on May Football players always do really well on Dancing with the Stars. Well, they're athletic. Yeah, yeah. I just I guess I've never seen the competition, so I've never been able to pinpoint exactly why they oh, do well. Well, let me sum it up for you. Uh, there, there's people and they dance with stars. Oh well, no, I, I understood that. Sure. I'm just saying, why would why would football players do? So did they ever? Did they ever uh, get the quotations out of stars in the title? Are they still nope, using the quotation marks? Well, they're they, they're going to dancing with quotation the marks, stars. but everyone acknowledges that they're there. Okay, yeah. they're like the soft J, right? <laughs> <laughs> they just kind of seep in there. Uh, little known fact: he was the hundredth contestant to ever be eliminated from that show. So he's breaking records again. <laughs> Ticker tape parade, a hundred dollar gift card. Oh, I hope so. He could use it. That's not true. <laughs> versus, versus, of course, being a network. Ocho Cinco had his own segment on a show called Sports Soup, titled "Child Please." <laughs> oh, that was his catchphrase. I love that catchphrase. Yeah, it was "Child Please." Yep, that's what he did on Sports Soup. He had a segment called "Child Please." I'm sure, he said it just like that. During was it, the- was it him talking about children? Uh, no, I'm guessing that he was, was it saying like, it in a demeaning way, like, oh, child, Oh, please. crap, I left my coffee mug sitting on the other side of the studio. Who could pick it up for me? Oh, uh, the technical director's son. Child, please, could you grab my coffee mug and bring it over here? I don't think that's how it worked, Joel. No, you don't think that's segment? I uh, haven't seen it, so I wouldn't The know. ultimate catch! Ocho Cinco <laughs> Wait, was on his own reality television dating show called... Ocho Cinco, the ultimate catch on VH1. I thought this was a fishing show, and I was actually a little bit more excited a second ago. Yeah, if it was like uh, the deadliest catch. <laughs> yeah, but with Chad Ocho Cinco? That'd be pretty great. He's a wide be. receiver. He can catch stuff yeah, all the time. That's true. It'd be nothing but fish jumping out of the water and him being like, poof. Well, this <laughs> right is kind there. of the same idea. Uh, <laughs> aspiring singer-songwriter Ruby Pazmino won the show. The one also has soft quotation marks. Around it. <laughs> Uh, fellow NFL wide receivers Terrell Owens and Bernard Berrien were occasionally featured on the show, giving Johnson helpful help and tips. He got he got helpful tips from Terrell Owens? About dating, who he should date, okay. who he shouldn't date. I hope he didn't take any investment advice from Terrell Owens. Yeah. yeah. Well, hey, we, we don't know anything about Terrell Owens' per- personal life. It's entirely possible that he's one of the best like daters out there. Well, we'll find out someday. Uh, <laughs> WWE. 
Ocho Cinco was a guest host on WWE Raw September 13th, 2010. They're starting to become a, a trend in weird sportsmen. All of them were on the WWE. <laughs> yeah. I think this, this says more about the WWE than it does the athletes yeah. that go on it. You hit That's a certain me. level of weird and the WWE is like, you, we want you. <laughs> Major League Soccer. During the 2011 NFL lockout on March 16, 2011, Ocho Cinco announced that he'd have a four-day trial for Sporting Kansas City of Major League Soccer. Ocho Cinco was a star soccer player in his youth. Uh, as he has stated, he is an avid fan of the sport. His trials began on March 23rd, 2011. On March 25th, he was asked to play in a reserve game. On March 29th, he was not offered a contract by the Ooh. team. But he was offered a chance to train with the reserve side to stay in shape. So he got to play for the trial. He's not going to stay in He was on the scout team. Yeah. Professional bull riders events. No. Wait, in what? May, <laughs> no. Ocho Cinco announced via Twitter account that he would participate in a PBR event in Duluth, Georgia. He rode a bull called Deja Blue. Wait, is, he's la like la. six foot five. Yep. Isn't that terrible for like a bull rider? Don't the, you want to be like shorter and more compact? Probably. The bull <laughs> weighed fifteen hundred pounds and lasted, and he lasted one point five seconds during the intermission on May fourteenth, two thousand eleven. That actually seems like it's okay. Event. Acting genius on <laughs> June 11, 2011. Ocho Cinco filmed a cameo role uh, as himself in the film American Reunion. Remember that Wait, gem like sequel the, to American yeah, Pie? The, the point where the American Pie sequels hit and I was just like, I'm not doing this anymore, guys. Yeah. Uh, he also appeared as the former captain of BMS Goats on season three premiere of the television show Blue Mountain State and as himself on the season two premiere of the television show The League. Wait. Yeah. He was I also, watched some of uh, Blue Mountain State. I don't remember seeing Chad Ocho Did you get Cinco to season there. three? Oh, I didn't get to season three. He was also that's, that's a hideously misogynistic show. I in a way that it. I even can't set it aside for the comedy. It's it's really pretty bad. All right, gunning through some of his other... Oh, let's go to name changes really quick. On October 25th, 2006, in honor of Hispanic Heritage Month, Johnson, whose jersey number is 85, announced that he would prefer to be called Ocho Cinco. Okay, let's... Let's be clear. It wasn't really because of Spanish Heritage Month. Uh, Wikipedia doesn't lie, and this is not a contested <laughs> I don't, fact. I don't know if it's a lie. I think he probably said that, but I don't think he meant that. He In, did it for other reasons. Yes. W Wikipedia is always good with rationales. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> During warm-ups uh, for the October 29th, 2006 game against the Atlanta Falcons, the back of his jersey read Ocho Cinco instead of C. Johnson, but quarterback Carson Palmer ripped the label off the jersey to reveal the C. Johnson. And according to ESPN, Johnson was fined $5,000 for the stunt, despite the fact that he did not wear the Ocho Cinco name tag during the game. Oh, that's kind of bullshit. First time he that. wore it, he, what, he got fined. That's why they call it the No Fun League. Yeah, it's true. And that brings an end to another Weird Citizens of Podcast Town, this brings to the end another sports, sports, sports podcast. Before we go, Richard Sherman would like to give you our contact information. You can email us at sports, sports, sports podcast, gmail.com. That's sports, sports, sports podcast, gmail.com. It's the best email in the game. You can tweet at us at sports, the number three podcast. That's at sports, the number three podcast. It's the best Twitter handle in the game. 
You can find us on Facebook by searching Sports 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 Podcast, your little top bar thingy. It's the best little top bar thingy in the game. You can find us on Stitcher Radio by searching Sports 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 Podcast at Stitcher.com. It's the best Stitcher in the game. You can find us on YouTube by going to YouTube.com slash Comedy Podnet. That's YouTube.com slash Comedy Podnet. While you're there, please subscribe so you can be the best subscriber in the game. Go to find us on iTunes by going to searching Sports the Number Three Space Podcast. That's Sports the Number Three, all one word, Space Podcast. While you're there, make sure to subscribe. It's the best podcast in the game. Or for all of our back episodes, go to ComedyPodcastNetwork.com, the best dot com in the game. Thank you very much, Richard. Yeah, thank you, Richard, for coming on the show. Don't talk about me, Joel. Okay, I'm really sorry about that. Hey, things cost a lot more than they used to, guys. They do. Like electricity. Lights off. You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.